What's going on today? How's everybody doing? Welcome to Can We Keep It Real? What is going on? Looking into some former NFL legends. And this one has some Rhode Island ties, even closer Westerly ties, LaSalle Academy ties. I mean, here's a guy that was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles in the fourth round, 41st overall pick. Went on to play for the New York Yankees, played for the Detroit Lions, played for the Chicago Cardinals, then went to Canada and doing his thing over there. Donald Pinceria, check it out. You don't want to miss this episode. A lot of local history, a lot of NFL history, AAFC League, NFL button heads. Check it out. It's Mikey Ribello. Can we keep it real? Sometimes history gets lost through time. And sometimes history does not get retold. For years it always was retold, but now we're going into a different era. And it's important to remember the people that paved the way for players and, and athletes to get to where you are today. Back in 1927, there was a man named Donald Pizzeria. Donald grew up in Westerly, Rhode Island. Donald had dreams to go on and play football at the NFL level. Donald took his dreams down to LaSalle High School in Providence, Rhode Island. Back in the 40s, LaSalle was a big powerhouse football high school and it was one of the schools if you wanted to play football, you went to LaSalle Academy. Well, 1944-1945 season really starts Donald's career. Donald was playing for the LaSalle Rams down in Providence, Rhode Island. He was a very good high school quarterback. He was a first-time All-State quarterback honors in 1944. And in 1945, he quarterbacked LaSalle to have one of the best seasons that the school has ever, ever had with an undefeated season. And Donald actually even earned the LaSalle Academy a spot in a bowl game that was played at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. Well, after that, Donald figured his college career, his football days was not over. Donald agreed to terms with Boston College. He went to Boston College and he started at quarterback before transferring to the University of San Francisco. After four years at the University of San Francisco, his football days were not over yet where a lot of players were, go were ready to go on and jump into the real world of working. Some of the teammates that Donald played with at the University of San Francisco would never step on the field again to play football. Well, Donald, his dreams were a little bit differently. Donald was drafted quickly by the Philadelphia Eagles in the fourth round of the 1949 draft. He was the 41st overall pick. But quickly, the New York Yankees and the Philadelphia Eagles made a quick deal for Donald. 
Now, not the New York Yankees baseball team that you are thinking of. Before that, the New York Yankees actually had a football team. They played in what was called the All-American Football Conference from 1946 to about 1949. The team played in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York. And guess what? Yeah, they always played out of a sold-out crowd as well. The owner of the Yankees at the team was a guy named Danny Topps. Danny Topps actually transferred the New York Yankees from the NFL Brooklyn Dodgers team. And he retained a lot of the same players. The team was coached by the the ex-Washington Redskins coach, Ray Flaherty, which coached the team in the 1940s. Now, the All-American Football Conference... What that was is the All-American Football Conference was it was another part of American football and it was one of the only leagues that actually challenged the National Football League from 46 to 49. The All-American Conference actually gave the NFL one of the biggest fits that any formidable challenges have had. The AAFC attracted a lot of the nation's best players and they introduced a lot of the last innovations that the game has known today. But ultimately, the AAFC was just couldn't keep up with the NFL. The NFL was on a whole different level. So they weren't able to keep up with competition, so the AAFC had a fold. And during its folding times, the NFL allowed a couple teams to switch over to the NFL. The 49ers, the Cleveland Browns, which was one of the AAFC's best teams. And the original Baltimore Colts. Not to be confused with the later Baltimore Colts, now the Indianapolis Colts. So the AAFC, you know, at that time, it was a big powerhouse and it can actually compete with the NFL. So 1949 comes around. You got Yankees. Donald Penseri is playing with the Yankees. You know, he started a few games for the for the New York Yankees. But it must have been quite an honor to even play in the AAFC. Or even the NFL at that time. In 12 games, Donald completed 51 of 150 passes for 5 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. But soon after that, the conference folded. Right after the 1949 season, the first year he was pretty much in professional football. You could pretty see what what Donald was, was up against. He was probably saying, now what am I going to do so at the time the Detroit Lions were having open practices and Donald went to Detroit to try out for the Detroit Lions but unfortunately the Detroit Lions at the time they didn't need a quarterback but Donald learned playing for the Callis Academy to play on both sides of the ball Detroit Lions did not need a quarterback but they did need a defensive back and Donald recorded an interception in four games with the Detroit Lions 
1952, it was time for Donald to pack it up again and move out to Chicago. The Chicago Cardinals at the time, they were part of the NFL. At that time, he completed eight games of 30. He played in eight games. He completed 35 of 96 passes for 582 yards and five touchdowns and nine interceptions. So now he's back in the quarterback position. But the following year, don't unpack your bags yet, Don. Because you know what? It's time to go north. It's time to go to Canada. And now he's joining the Toronto Agonauts of the Canadian Rugby League. But he only played one year on the Rugby League. But after his playing days, Donald said, you know what? I ain't ready to hang up my football gear just yet. So he decided, I'm going to be an assistant coach. The University of Dayton was happy to bring him on for three years. And then he figured, let me go a little closer to home. So he goes down and he works for Boston College for a year. And then in 1960, he hangs up his football he hangs up his, his football cleats, he puts the clipboard away, puts the coaching hat down, and he decided he'd go work for General Motors down here in New England, good old Rhode Island. And because what he did for General Motors was so great, in 1970, General Motors awarded Donald Penseria a General Motors dealership of his own in Wakefield, Rhode Island. Now, Donald is a, a lot of people will say he's a legend in this area, but his legacy gets lost along the way. People start losing focus on who he was, and that's why I decided, you know what, let me do some research, let me find out a little bit about this man, because I figured people in the area would like to hear stories about local gridiron legends that came from this area. The Rhode Island Interscholastic League, Donald's actually in the Hall of Fame there. John Gilroy, a sports reporter, said Donald was actually one of the top 100 athletes of the 20th century. He would advocate for, you know, um, high school football. He would advocate for college football, saying that football really changed his life and made him a better man than he is today. And it awarded him the help to take care of his family. I mean, so what can you say about a guy that comes from Westerly, Rhode Island? Was drafted 41st overall pick by the Eagles. Went and played for the New York Yankees football team. That league fell through. Then he went over and played in the NFL for the Detroit Lions. Then he jumped over to go back to quarterback, going over to Chicago, the Cardinals. But see, Chicago back then, they were kind of shadowed. They were shadowed, actually, by the Chicago Bears, which was pretty much a powerhouse in football at that, that, that time. So, I mean, so Chicago Cardinals, the Chicago Cardinals of the 1950s, I mean, they really wasn't the powerhouse team that they might have been at one point. The 50s was a horrible year for the Chicago Cardinals with a record of 5-7. and seven. 
and then in 1953 and 9, 1951, 4 and 8, 52, they were only 1 and 10. 1953, they won 2 games and lost 10. In 54, 4 games, and in 55, they actually got up to winning 7 games. 56 was probably the best year of the decade, and they finished at 3 and 9. So, the Cardinals wasn't a great, great team, but they were just overshadowed by the Chicago Bears. The attendance at the um, Chicago Cardinals game was sparse, and the team was going broke. The owners was anxious to move the Cardinals to another city, but the NFL said, uh-uh, hold up, because there was a very hefty relocation fee, which the owner of the Cardinals just, they didn't have, they were unwilling to pay, or they just didn't have the money. They needed money, so they were entertaining the thoughts to move out-of-town investors. Lamont Hunt tried to buy it, Bud Adams, Max Winter, but the negotiations just fell through. Because the owner of the Cardinals, they wanted to keep control. And they were only willing to sell a minority stake in the team. So, they failed in their efforts. So, you know, you got guys like Hunt, Adams. So, they forced from the American Football League. And now they got a big rival. The NFL's coming to terms. And then there was finally a deal to send the, send the Cardinals to St. Louis in 1960. And then so on and so on. That's what you have. So pretty much. Shout out to Donald Passeria. A local Westerly guy. That really made it into the NFL. Made it to the All-American Football Conference. Made it on to the New York Yankees. Made it on to the Detroit Lions. Made it to the Chicago Cardinals. I mean, you got a guy that played at Boston College, University of San Francisco, and then came all the way back to where his roots began on June 23rd, 1927, when Donald was born. Unfortunately, 2012 came around, and Donald Passeria passed away on February 9th. But we need to remember that Westerly native Donald Passeria was an NFL star. He made it to the NFL. He was drafted by the NFL. So it is possible. And keep up the good work. And follow your dreams. Never give up. Thanks for listening. Another local legend. Listen, very important. If you are being bullied, or if you know someone that's being bullied, let someone know, intervene, step in right away. Or if you're feeling depressed, or you're feeling you want to hurt yourself, either call 911, or call the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. And if you are the one that's bullying somebody, and you're listening to this podcast, you know, Give it up. You don't wanna. You don't wanna live life like that, man. If you can't control your actions now, how are you gonna control your own life? But thank you for listening. It's it's your boy Mikey. Keep it real. Keep it a hundred and stop bullying. <laughs>